And we're back. Yeah. There's been a change. Yeah. Oh, wait. Let me. <laughs> we got an echo. <laughs> Mute that. Okay. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Um, still figuring out how to use this thing. So, you know, we don't have um, the best audio today. Got, got new gear. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I got a new computer and. Uh, um, just went and opened our our DAW digital audio workstation. Yeah. And um, all the plugins that I've used for the podcast for the last, whatever, two, over two years, almost three years, um, are not working. So I got to look at that. That's what you get for getting your computer at Hot Freight. Yeah. <laughs> I got the same day delivery from the Apple store. <laughs> That was nice. Nine bucks. They're like, you could have it. I ordered it, I think, at, uh, must have been, I think that was the day you went to the dentist, right? Yeah. So it was after you left, so it was like 3.30. It was like, you could have it between 4.30 and 6.30 for $9. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Please. Sign me up. What's nine on top of uh, 4100 <laughs> I know. <laughs> you don't even notice it. <laughs> yeah. You could say it was 90. I would probably take it. <laughs> Uh, real quick, I want to thank our sponsor, Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. That's H-A-F-E-L-E dot C-O-M. You know, Hayfla needs a jingle. Yeah, we might be able to make that happen. Yeah. I um, uh, was talking to Ed and uh, Scott today about changing up the verbiage a little bit on this and um, and some other stuff that we won't talk about yet, but hoping to add another um, layer another layer of Hayfla to the show every now and then. Yeah. Which would be cool. We're big Hayfla fans. Yeah. You know who else is a big Hayfla fan? Is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's a big Hayfla fan. A giant Hayfla fan. Yeah. Then we got this Hayfla fan, a robotic Hayfla fan. Only on channel one that's working. So we got to figure <laughs> out how to make that work on channel two. Oh, yeah. We haven't even unlocked a, a, um, a drop of what this thing can do, I think. Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, look, it's got one. Oh my god! Well, I think it only shows three, but it's got eight, eight times eight, sixty-four different, you know, triggers you could do. I like the green button. One man show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um so it's uh Wednesday in the shop. We've been doing some painting oh boy all day on our oh, I'm like, who unlocked the front door? That's our uh knockoff festool sanding pad yeah. showing up uh, via Amazon. Only thirty two dollars yeah. for a knockoff. 
I know. But What's I think the new one, 55 or something like that, the, mm-hmm. the best tools. I don't know. I wasn't even looking at the price, to be honest. I just wanted to try something different, just like on the off chance that the knockoff one's actually better. ETS 125 pad. I want to say it's 47. 46. Yeah, there you go. They got one here for 27. Maybe that's the one I ordered. I'm not sure. But it was, you know, that uh, next day delivery. I don't know about, you know, where all you guys are listening from, but um, here we now have, like, overnight delivery on Amazon. So I c- you could order something, and some of it's even same day. Yeah. Uh, which we didn't used to have before, even though we live, you know, within a half hour of several huge Amazon warehouses. But we just got the next, like, the overnight they call it where it comes between like four and eight a.m. Um which is I mean it's handy. And we're getting spoiled. Yeah. I mean you hate to spend all your money at Amazon, but they sure make it hard to not. <laughs> I know. The evil empire. Yeah. So we just uh we just got back from Lowe's and Tractor Supply. Yeah, that was an adventure. Yeah, on the hunt for some good ratchet straps, and uh, safe to say that we didn't find any. No, it was pretty disappointing. The the best was only got into tractor supply, and the shelves are stocked with the same exact brand that we left Lowe's disappointed in. Uh Smart straps. (laughs) Yeah, like let's go to another store. Tactical ratchet straps. Tactical with the mock carbon fiber. Yeah, well, the tactical had knurled, and the, I don't know what they called the carbon fiber ones. Um, so, yeah, so tomorrow morning, we're going to pick up. We finally found the compressor. Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, Quincy, 7.5 horsepower, three-phase, 80-gallon stand-up compressor. 22.6 big CFMs. Which is uh, plenty. exactly what we've been looking for. Yeah. You know, we've been looking at at new, which is a big nut to swallow. You know, yeah. talking Oof. minimum thirty five hundred. Well, I mean, you could buy some bullshit compressor that you know you're not going to trust, but looking at a minimum of thirty five hundred for a new compressor. Isn't yeah? This one was is it thirty five or thirty six, thirty seven for Plus, this one new? Yeah, yeah, thirty six hundred plus tax. Uh, well, we're tax exempt, okay. so luckily we get off on that. But uh, free freight too. Luckily, we're not luckily we're not buying a new one, but uh, freight would be free. So you're looking at thirty six hundred bucks. This one, uh, we're getting it for eighteen fifty. It's only two years old, and honestly, the pictures it looks, it looks brand new. Yeah, I mean it. It's there's not a speck of dust on it. I mean ours. Like the second day, you know, it, like it was like oil fumes and the dust is all caked on there. So I don't know, you know, the guy uh, that we're buying it from, he bought it. Oh, good. He marked it as pending. He bought it from a, uh, he's out in Pennsylvania about an hour and 40 minutes away. He bought it from a company that they had three locations and I don't know, they were moving or. Yeah, I mean, look at the yeah. freaking thing. Where, Snarky Puppy, Pennsylvania? Uh, Scuttleberg, <laughs> something, Scapjack, something like that. 
Um, <laughs> you know, geography's not uh, not her strong suit. No. Um, but he, yeah, so he bought it from a company that had three locations and I forget they were closing the one or moving it or something. And he said that they made like holsters and magazines for police departments and the government and whatever. So I guess they were working with Kydex and with, uh, I don't know what the hell the magazines are made of, some kind of polymer. Um, and this was a backup compressor. They had a big screw compressor and this was the backup which only was used if the screw compressor was down, which you know, I can imagine probably, probably not all that happen. often. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got like the oil maintenance schedule is on there when they, you know, they changed the oil in January and it's due to be changed again in June. I like that. I like people who keep records like that. Yeah. Like and when you're buying a used car. If it's a, a, you know, a company that has three locations, then they're probably pretty well managed mm-hmm. and they probably made sure that, you know, I mean, look at it. It's so yeah. clean. Look. Yeah. I mean, nice. I don't know if the guy went and cleaned it, but my God. Even if he did, I mean, you could see there's no, there's no residue Nothing. of anything. Maybe there's a little bit of dust in there. Uh, I think that's just a reflection. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm excited. We were looking at Quincy's anyway. Oh, yeah, that was, it was 1A and 1B between that and the Emacs. Yeah, I would have really liked to have an Emacs. Yeah. Um, Quincy definitely has a more well-known reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I put that thing up on Instagram, and it was like, I don't even know how many, uh, two dozen people were like, you got to buy a Quincy. Like, yeah. I've had one for 20 years and I bought one that was 50 years old and it still runs like, like it's brand new. And, um, yeah, we went, uh, and we checked out a new Ingersoll Rand, not really intending to buy it, but just to get to get a glimpse of the quality and everything like that. Yeah. A hunk of junk. Yeah. It was pretty disappointing. Yeah. I, I would, if you're in the market for a compressor and you're like buying something that you think is going to be industrial, don't buy an Ingersoll Rand because that thing was a joke. I mean, the DeWalt looked heftier and beefier. Yeah. Well, ask Timmy about his DeWalt. That just, <laughs> uh, yeah, never mind. No. Don't say. Don't say anything yeah, about that. Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the situation is. You can ask him and maybe he'll tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, the DeWalt looked way more hardcore. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was a seven and a half horsepower and the Ingersoll Rand was a five, but the the motor on the Ingersoll Rand was a WEN, which I've never heard of. No, a WEG. WEG. WEG, W-E-G, which sounds familiar, but, you know, made in Mexico. This has a, a ball door. Yeah. Is it a ball door or a leasing? I think it's a ball I door. I think it's a ball door. A Reliant, ball door Reliant. Um, Three phase, which we wanted. 208, which, you know, it's got to be 208. Yeah. Um, 230 is, you know, it's not going to be good for the motor running at 230, which I don't, now I'm thinking, is that the problem with the table saw? Hmm. You know, maybe the, I think maybe the motor's bogging down and there's so much inertia in the blade. Yeah, it's stretching the belt. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't know enough about, Electric conversions. Me neither. Um, 
But yeah, so it's a 208 three-phase motor, which is good. We can run it on a smaller breaker. We can use smaller wire. It'll be cheaper to get it hooked up. Um, All those ancillary costs add up. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, like the Emacs that we were looking at, I think it needed like a... Because they didn't have any three-phase in stock. No. It needed like a 60-amp breaker. <laughs> You're talking about number four wire. Oh. Number four wire is got to be $2 a foot. Yeah. It adds up quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a six to three, well, that would be a, that'd be a two-pole, but those, like the three-pole 100-amp breakers that we had to buy were like 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. So... You know, buying a 30-amp um, three-pole breaker won't be too bad. You know, we probably just will go to wash. we go to wash shower, pick that up. Yeah. Um, better check and see what kind of wire we have. Maybe pick up wire. It might, may, you know, might be cheaper rather than buying flexible conduit or trying to do the conduit ourselves to uh, just get cord. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the maximum length on that is. Like how far you could run it? Yeah, that's it doesn't a good have question. to go very far. No, about what ten feet, go, but it's got to go up, up about three, and then over. Yeah, no more. It's no more than fifteen feet. Yeah. So even at four dollars a foot, I think that six four that we bought was only. Uh, that might have been six dollars a foot. That was some big stuff. Six four is big. We have, I mean, we have a bunch of wire that's uh, ten and twelve, I believe. I'm, I'm not sure what, what size wire. You gotta go up to the electrical warehouse. Yeah, all the, because <laughs> our electrician had such good takeoffs. What size wire for yeah. thirty amp three phase? Yeah, we got a whole storehouse of miscellaneous electrical supplies. Oh, you only need ten gauge wire. Oh wow. That's good. Yeah. I mean, if we get some pre-famulated uh, conduit pieces, we got plenty of conduit. Yeah. We only yeah. need probably half inch would work for that. Right, because just a single thing going there. We'll just bend the conduit over our knee. <laughs> I think that's how they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you stand on this. <laughs> just need a helper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One that we're not paying. <laughs> oh, man. Good. So, hey, that's great news. Number 10 yeah. wire. Um, Shit, piece of 10. It would have to be 10-4. Uh, because with cord, I learned the hard way that the ground is included in the number. Yeah. Unlike yeah. Romex, where, you know, 10... 10-2 Romex would have three wires on the inside. 10-2 mm-hmm. SJ or SVO or whatever, SJO, I don't know what the hell the different ones are, but would only have two wires inside. And one of those would have to be the ground. Right, so we need something with four wires. Yeah, um, yeah so that's probably probably relatively inexpensive. Yeah, compared to what we've been getting. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll have to go to war shower and make fools of ourselves again. 
you know everybody at the at the supply houses have such an attitude yeah but we get it at the you know more woodworking type places too so it's like i don't i don't care yeah yeah like when we go to builders or whatever yeah builders isn't yeah. so bad dykes was like yeah oh, yeah. oh my god the guy was like <laughs> yeah being a total prick yeah it's like you know when somebody's being obstinate to be obstinate yeah i'm like Listen, I know what the hell I'm talking about. Like, yeah. I, you don't, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then the other guy at the desk, he's like, oh, how'd your guys move go? And the guy looks over, he's like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, I follow you guys on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Then he snapped to attention. It's like, yeah. oh, these aren't just some pickup truck, uh, yeah. you know, knuckleheads. Yeah. What was I asking for? Pre-finished plywood. Yeah. What you got? What do you need? What you got? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm looking for some pre-finished three-quarter inch pre-fin, two-side. Well, what do you need? <laughs> I don't know what you have. Well, are you talking about, like, sanded? No, pre-finished. Well, a lot of times guys come in and they're, they're looking for sanded. I didn't say AC ply. Yeah. That would be sanded AC. I said pre-finished. Finish implies that there's a finish on it. Yeah, there's something on there other than wood. Right. Idiots. Oh, yes. Nice being out in the world. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll leave tomorrow, probably around 6. Uh, get out to whatever, Sacklerville, whatever the Snarky hell it is. Puppy, Pennsylvania. Harleys, Harleysville? It's, well, he listed it at Harleysville, but it, the zip code was somewhere else with an S. Harleysville is, uh, I think that's who my uh, life insurance is through. Yeah, Harleysville, Pennsylvania. So we're taking my pickup uh, because it is too tall to fit in the high-roof van, believe it or not. Yeah, holy cow, right? Yeah. Um, It's, what'd you say, 74? Yeah, it's 74 without the little pallet. Right, and it's he's got it bolted to a little pallet, which is nice. Um, So he's got a forklift, I guess, or he's got something to get it in there. Skip yeah. pack. Oh, it was on Craigslist. Craigslist skip pack. Huh. Pennsylvania. Do you have any additional info in there? What's that listing say? It says the model number, seven and a half horse, three phase, 80 gallon, two years old. Build date, 4-20-21. Perfect condition with an exclamation point. And uh, he must have got that thing for a song. <clears throat> Yeah. He probably bought out the whole, you know, he's probably one of those guys. I bought it and was just reselling it. Yeah. You know what I didn't check was what else he was selling. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. He might have some other, other gear. Even just, I like to do a little recon, you know. Just see what these people are about. We're in the block, block he, studio of death. Yeah, see if he's selling any, like, bondage gear or something like that. We want to. <laughs> Make security sure. cameras and paper plates <laughs> don't turn your back <laughs> I've, I've heard about you guys you you talked about me on your podcast come on Will Smith hmm. he's an old white man though oh. oh I did look he was only thing other things that he had sold are these uh, Lista toolboxes uh, tool which are nice. They're already sold, yeah. though. 
Sold for fifteen hundred bucks. They're clean. Yeah, I like that because Chelsea takes care of his stuff. Yeah, where he's you know only buying stuff that's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if he buys it and doesn't leave it out in a shed or something like that, and yeah. keeps it nice and clean. Pending. That's us. Yep, it's got you know the drain is uh, accessible, oh, whereas. Man. On every other compressor, it's like you got to bend over backwards to drain it. Um, so we could put a little tube, add a tube to the thing and, yeah. and keep a whatever. Some kind of bucket or pail or uh, milk container. Jug. Milk jug is a good... Uh, yeah, it's got that small small opening at the mm-hmm. top, less splatter. Or uh, just like one of those one-gallon chemical kind of bottles, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like a, Almost like a bleach bottle. Yeah. Um, that'd be good. I'd like to get one of those automatic drains at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we would have bought new, we would have been in for a good five grand probably. Yeah. Yeah. Would have gotten the cooler and and the drain kit and the extended warranty and. They call that a fully packaged unit. Yeah. Because that's how we roll. Um, they have like a, uh, intercooler, intercooler, aftercooler. Some kind of cooler. Yeah. A Yeti cooler. Not like a dryer. But they have between the the uh, pump and the tank is like a cooler. Like a radiator, basically. And it cools the air down before it goes into the tank. Because that's... I, this, I just learned this within the last couple of weeks looking at compressors. That, that's why you get the condensation is because the air gets so hot from being compressed. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I, I mean, I, it's like one of those things I never even really gave much thought to. Like, I always thought it was just like taking moisture out of the air. Oh. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's got an intake, so it's sucking the air in, and there's moisture in the air, so it just gets stuck inside the tank. That's what I thought. So it's the heat. It's almost like distilling in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's pressurizing the air, and, and you know, when whenever you pressurize something, it makes heat. And it's probably rising to the top of the thing, and then... Con- condensing and, and then dripping down yeah must be really uh mucky in there yeah i think like the air is like 400 <clears throat> degrees or something when wow. it goes into the tank yeah i never even thought of that either yeah man we're gonna have to clear the way to get that freaking thing back there <laughs> we need the forklift i know <laughs> nothing's nothing's that simple is it no does it have, I wonder if it's got like lift points on it. Well, it's on a pallet. Yeah, it's so on a could, tiny little pallet. We could get it over there on the pallet and then we'll have to put a strap around it to lift it up, I guess. Yeah. So now they got two listings for that. This is that same Ingersoll Rand. Yeah. Now there's two listings for it. That's somebody else. Must be the guy's brother, Michael. Uh, you're in the market for a compressor, and you're looking at this Ingersoll Rand in Saddlebrook, New Jersey. Do not go look at it because we oh, went up geez. there. That's another story. Uh, and you know what's going to happen is we're going to pick this thing up tomorrow, and then the market's going to be flooded with cheap compressors. Well, this is a pretty good deal. I don't feel bad about this at all. No, no, no. It's and it's the compressor that we that we really wanted. Right. One of the you know was in the top five for sure top Mm -hmm. probably top two two yeah um so was that yesterday uh man yeah i think it was boy 
Um, yeah, we saw that ad. No, it was Monday. It was Monday, was it? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Ingersoll ran, T30 popped up, you know, looked old, but looked fine. And, uh, you know, got the guy down to 650 bucks. We're like, all right, we're coming up there right now. We shot, shot over to the bank, took out the money, drove to Saddlebrook, which is about an hour. And we get there, and man, what a junker. Jesus crap. No a, air filter rag a, wrapped around <laughs> it with like a hose clamp. And just, you know, pipes. Like a little, yeah, little copper line that's supposed to connect the whatever regulator to things. Just hanging, bent, totally kinked. And everywhere oil could escape, there was film and dust, oh, you yeah. know, you, so you could see that. Yeah, the pump was super crusty. It had a, a balder motor or mm -hmm. a lease in, I forget. Uh, but, you know. The four wires was suspicious. Yeah. I mean, it might have started up and it might have run, but it was it was a real heap. Yeah. What do they call those cars? Not Jersey has an expression. Not doolies, dookies. What? What do you guys call beater Hoop, cars? Hoopties. Hoop, hoopties. Yeah. yeah. It was that was a hoopty compressor. Yeah. Yeah, that was like you know, like an old Cadillac, like a bit, <laughs> you know, some big boat of a car, an El Dorado, yeah. <laughs> front wheel drive Cadillac. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, you hate to drive all the way somewhere and. But it was, it was not even close to considering. No, I would I mean, have been sick with worry if we were bringing that thing home. Yeah. And I, you know what? Now, we didn't even talk about what we did to my truck, but I would have been nervous driving that thing back, I think. Oh, you know, yeah. Just, you know, seeing the size of it in person and the weight. and It might not even fit in the van. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That one seemed like it was maybe like a little bit shorter, but mm -hmm. uh, they're still, they're big freaking compressors, 80-gallon yeah. tank. Yeah, 80-gallon on a pallet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that raises it up six inches. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we did, is, since we had to take my truck because of the height um, of the thing, we went and got the straps. I don't know how we, we diverged off of the strap thing. <laughs> Uh, that's that's our style <laughs> yeah um so we we ended up going to what the going on here we ended up going to tractor supply and uh and getting some straps there they were the only ones that weren't strap smart simple, smart strap smart strap yeah they're job smart right <laughs> a subsidiary of smart strap. yeah they were cheap they were 25 bucks for four and they seem they seem better yeah um that's little bit less plastic yeah they don't but they don't have the flashy packaging mm -hmm. they don't say tactical on the packaging no tactical straps um so we grabbed those and um you know he's gonna he's gonna stick it in the back with a forklift and it's on a pallet so that's good the base will be you know should be um stable yeah like keep things from moving side to side because the back of the truck is only so wide you know what i mean yeah. You can only fit four feet between the wheel wells and the pallet. has got to be, you know, around that size, maybe 36 by 36. At the yeah. When you look at the picture, you don't it's, get a 
full yeah, idea how it looks big like it this is. just this little you know this little compressor um it's bigger than a person yeah i mean the like i don't think you'd be able to wrap your arms around the tank you know what i mean yeah yeah like if you were to try and bear hug it because it's it's taller than i am i'm i'm only like 510 yeah it looks like the same size as the compressor we have yeah Um, so yeah, the, you know, the pallet will keep it really from moving a lot back and forth at the bottom, but you know, all the weights really at the top of this thing mm -hmm. for the most part, um, it's a cast iron tank, but still you got the motor up there, the pump, all the whatever electronic stuff. Um, so we got some two by fours that we can put front to back and then some ones that'll go side to side. So we'll kind of just like build a, a half a crate around it. Yeah, and then um, strap it down. Yeah. Strap the bejesus out of it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that should work out pretty good. Yeah, we'll be okay. Yeah. I drove from Austin, Texas to China Spring once with a pair of uh, speakers that were so big, they had to go sideways across my little Datsun pickup truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> If I got going more than 30 miles an hour, the whole truck started shaking violently. Like sitting on the bed rails? Yeah, on the top of the truck. Oh so we went down like in the middle of the night. See, you could do stuff like that in the 70s and, you know, not, nothing happened. You can't get away with stuff like that now. Yeah, It's too much regulation, too much oversight. Yeah, we we had it good back then. I mean, people my age, we we were lucky. You sure about that? Yes, I am. <laughs> you sure about that? You sure about that? <laughs> I'm very sure. I went to college for two thousand dollars a semester. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even think about the student loans anymore. It just automatically comes out of the bank account every month. Just take my money. Yeah. No I mean. It. When I went to the new school, I mean, I paid 700 a credit, mm -hmm. but like when I went to Arizona state, 2000 a semester, I mean, come on. Yeah. That's, and that was 1980, 82. Um, we, things got screwed up. Yeah. You can say that again. They're getting worse. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's an easy, easy pickup. Guy sounds nice yeah, enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll shoot out there in the morning. Get back here. We got to finish painting all this crap we got in the shop. Yeah, we'll have some breakfast on the road. Yeah. Taco Bell breakfast. Mm. Might not be able to make it back to the shop. No. Yeah, we. I I heard some. You know, speaking of education, I heard some really uplifting news today when we were in the. Running our errands. <laughs> yeah. About the national uh, report card. Yeah. It made me proud to be a history major yeah. and a history teacher. <laughs> Ex-history teacher, of course. But uh... Lowest history scores <laughs> since the inception of the national report card. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I tell you, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, the way they really... Uh, you know, sort of whittle away at the curriculum. It it was mm -hmm. like that when I was a teacher and I used to get in trouble all the time because I 
you know, didn't stick <laughs> strictly to the guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> they call me and you what are you telling the kids? <laughs> the truth. <laughs> That's not in the curriculum. Oh, my God. oh, we didn't talk about uh, last week. So last, let's see. What day did we do the podcast last week? We did it Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday I think. I think. Yeah. We talked about going fishing. Thursday was just preparing for the install on Friday. Oh, so that's I forgot all about it. Yeah, we're back out in the Hamptons um, for the final let. Well, the tentative final let. It was the tentative final <laughs> leg yeah. of our installation. Um, so same story as as the last couple times we left here at, at four. And we got there. Oh, I forgot all about the, the Simply Safe thing. So we're driving, oh, yeah. you know, we're like just got to where the traffic starts to back up and uh, on Sunrise Highway. And Waze had us take the Hampton Bays exit, which is like a little little detour, I guess, save you a little bit of time. And um, I said to Rob, I said, man, we really need to start turning our compressor off at night. Because something happened, somebody's compressor, you know, went went up in flames. Anyway, not sooner does that come out of my mouth, like literally, I'm talking like milliseconds, not yeah. even like seconds. My phone goes off. Simply safe alert. Your smoke detector's been triggered. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So then, like right right after that, I get a phone call from Simply Safe. Hey, this is Simply Safe. Your thing's triggered. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, we're not there. Do you want us to dispatch? Yes. Freaking send them, send them now. So we're freaking out, you know, <laughs> still driving towards the job because we don't know what the hell's going on. I'm looking at all the cameras. I don't see any smoke. You know, we don't have any cameras inside, which now makes me think that we should get one for the inside, yeah. at least a wide shot so we can see what the hell's going on. We could certainly see smoke. Yeah. Um, because you don't know, you know, if it's a false alarm or what. So we're driving. I'm driving while looking at the, the front door camera waiting for a fire truck to pull up and it's probably 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. A cop finally pulls up and, uh, and I get on this, you know, cause you can talk through the doorbell camera. I said, Hey, I said, uh, we're not there. I said, I just unlocked the door. So he goes inside. Um, and it's like five minutes of just, you know, <laughs> sheer panic. I don't know if he's in there with a fire extinguisher <laughs> spraying some kind of fire. I'm like, whoa, my God. Uh, so then he finally comes back out and he's like, hey, he's like, I don't see anything, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm just going to have the fire, you know, fire department's on the way. They're just going to come check everything out. Oh, yeah, we got to send them something. Yeah, I forgot about we that. We should probably bring it over there and deliver it in person. Yeah. Yeah, we'll send your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God, you know she eats that stuff up. She loves doing that stuff. Oh yeah, she'll she'll give them all the praise that we're yeah. too uh, soft spoken. Yeah. To, to give them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they there it was a false alarm. Yeah. Total false alarm. Thank goodness. But you know, it was like talk about sucking every ounce of energy. <laughs> out of your body when <laughs> we were know. exhausted after that yeah i mean I've been we driving. didn't even get there yet <laughs> yeah it was like seven o'clock seven something in the morning like you know i've been driving since four um yeah and the, you know 
with a full day's install ahead, it was just like, holy crap, take yeah. all the wind out of your sails. Like just all the energy of the anxiety. Um, I mean, we worked till five ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we got there. Um, yeah, we unpacked all the stuff. We had the big foyer, yellow foyer piece with us. Um, and some other stuff that we did, the little wall caps out of Walnut and uh, the doors that we routed out for the hardware. Yeah, nobody was there to help us either. No, uh, the the PM was uh, was not there. They had some replacement, you know, peon there. A little junior guy. Who was... opened, yeah, he opened up the door, but he wasn't much, much use to us. Um, so yeah, I mean, we set the floating shelves, we set the wall units, the put all the doors back on the vanities, and put the hardware on the doors. Installed yeah. the foyer, all those brass flat screws. Uh, yeah, yeah, Rob. So, were there three on each? Yeah, yeah. So it's like thirty-three brittle brass screws into yeah, that, white oak. That's the thing. Each one, you, you're praying, and you're and you're clocking them too. So you're like, can I go? Do I go another half a turn? Yeah. Do I go a half turn or do I back off a half a turn, a quarter turn? Yeah, it's really everyone is totally nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah, because depending on where the thread starts, you know, yeah. you have to cut that first thread. You yeah, know, you might end up. Yeah. Like, well, right. I got two tight ones. Like, this middle one could be backed off. Of. Yeah, exactly. So you're kind of playing it, you know. But, but you don't want it to be above the thing. Yeah, yeah it's it, it was really, I mean, it sounds like a simple job, but it's something you just have to take your time to do it. And no, I did the Dutch door. <laughs> and I don't know, did that have six hinges or four? Uh, four, I think. Yeah. But they were big. Oh, like, no. I think you might. I two think at we, the top, two at the bottom. I, I'm not sure if we had six. Yeah, I don't think it had six. But they were big, like yeah. four and a half or five inch leaf hinges. So they had yeah. like five screws <laughs> in each. So that's yeah. 10, yeah. 40, you know, 40 yeah. screws. Yeah. Um, you know, you break one of those off. It's a, it's a headache, a big headache. Yeah. And you, we didn't have any replacements either. So even if you like, you manage to get it out, drill it, whatever, there's no replacement. Yep. Um, Oh. Everything went pretty smooth. Um, the the wall units, you know, we had these brass legs that were like kind of loose, but fit into a a like a platform. Um, we ran into some issues with that because we had to get the pocket screws into the face frame because it was wall to wall. So then we're like jacking totally up something. on blocks and I had my head underneath the cabinet yeah. that's only six inches off the ground. You know, running in the pocket screws. <laughs> Literally with his face smashed up against the bottom of the face frame. Yeah. Trying to look sideways. I'm like, yeah, if this thing falls, <laughs> it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's always something, something like that, right? Yeah, but the, the floating shells went in real easy. We had one that, that potato chipped a little bit, so it was hard to get it down onto the... the um the hardware, but once it was on there, it was good. The yeah. Hayfla, um, floating shelf hardware, that stuff's great. Yeah. That's the ticket. Um, it's a little bit, a little bit tricky to drill. Like it's not, it's not as bad as the, the, um, like shelfology ones because they're like, they're like way too long. Yeah. I mean, you're always worried you're going to come shooting out the side. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's unnecessary. Like I want the, 
the strength, but I don't need so much length on the things uh, mm -hmm. because we, you know, typically we build the shelves out of solid wood. Um, so I don't need the, the rod to go eight inches into the shelf. Yeah. You that, know, these probably go about five. It might be for people who do like those plywood sandwiches. Yeah. Even, I mean, even then, I mean, those are super rigid. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the thing about them is you have to drill the hole and then you kind of have to drill like a little pocket on either side of the hole. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. that's if you only mortise in the rail, I mean, you could run that mortise deeper because you need a mortise for the rail, which is three quarters of an inch high. Um, but these were one inch thick shelves. So we don't want to make it too deep because right. then, it, you know, you're taking away all the structure of the, of the, um, the back of the shelf. Yeah. You know, cause you only have a, an eighth on either side. Yeah. They look good. I really like that, that, uh, Thin. thinner look. I mm -hmm. mean, it looks very chic. Yeah. And you don't have to use that extrusion. You know, you could screw those brackets right to the wall. Mm -hmm. Tom was so cheap that he used to buy, not the ones that we bought. The, the ones that we bought are adjustable. He would buy the, the non, uh, maybe they were adjustable. I forget, but he would buy the ones and then just like screw them to a piece of plywood. Yeah. Cause that's strong. Yes, of course it is. A three quarter inch thick piece of plywood, you oh. know, so you got three quarter inch screws, you know, versus this, which is held in with like T nuts in an aluminum extrusion. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you know, the extrusion straight, at least straight enough for woodworking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you could drill it into the, it's easy to drill into the studs cause you could just drill through the back anywhere where you land, you know, wherever you land. That was the other thing with like the shelfology and the shepherd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the those shepherd, holes. The shepherd, well, not so much. They had a lot of holes. Lot of holes. Yeah, yeah, but the shelfology, you never caught a stud. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it was so thick, that, you know. Yeah, there's no drilling through a quarter inch. No steel on site. Yeah, so they had everything spaced for studs, but you know, you never, it never worked out. Yeah, the holes were 16 on center, but the shelf, you got to <clears> set <throat> the shelf according to the space. It's yeah. not like. Oh, we'll just shift it three inches to the right. It's like, no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Um so yeah, it made it made the the horrible task of doing floating shelves a little bit better. Yeah, we love floating shelves. Yeah, we're doing more. I know. Oh God. Everybody it's like we uh, have more floating shelves in the shop that we have to install right. and then we have a job coming up where we have to build more floating I shelves. I know. What is it with those things? I don't know. I mean I guess I guess open shelving's always been a thing, but it, people used to use those ugly brackets or something. Yes, I mean, I think with the when you remove the the brackets, they become a more appealing design feature. So people go, "Oh yeah, let me have some shelves here." Yeah. Luckily, the ones that we're doing are between cabinets. Yeah. So we could just attach cleats in the shop. Yeah, I, I don't mind those. You know, you have to scribe them and stuff like that but still yeah just the back edge luckily yeah. you know as long as your cabinets are yeah square yeah so it was a good day except we got home at like 10 o'clock yeah yeah so we left at 5 10 and uh ways had us taking sunrise high like we're like i was like oh yeah well you know we'll stop and grab something to eat at this wendy's on the um Older. We, we always take like exit 70 on the LIE 
And then we're on this one piece of road for like, what, five miles? Yeah. And then we get onto Sunrise Highway. I was just assuming that we were going to take that way home because that's the way it's always taking us home. And then we're driving and driving. I'm like, I could have sworn we should have been off this road. Right. And um, it's like, oh, in three miles, take the exit for the Robert Moses Parkway. I'm like, (laughs) oh, shit. I'm like, we can't take that. Parkway. Yeah. Morning, Will Robinson. Yeah, no parkways in the van. So we took some whacked detour. Oh, my God. Bayshore. We got gas and then had to take all these back roads to get back to the LIE. Yeah. And it was like like half an hour to go two miles. Yeah, it was like a 40-minute ordeal, I feel like, getting from Sunrise Highway back to the LIE. We stopped at a Wendy's in Bayshore. The kind yeah. where they locked the bathroom. It was a treat. It was a really nice Wendy's. Yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, uh, allegedly a rough part of town. Didn't I mean, didn't feel like it, but. No. Had a Baconator. Yeah, I had a spicy chicken sandwich. It was actually really good. Yeah. I haven't had Wendy's in, I don't even know. Last time I had Wendy's is when we stopped and got French fries. Those were some good French fries. That's got to be over a year ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really eat fast food, but. No. In a pinch. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It tasted like a like a real burger, kind of. Mm. The fries were left something to be desired. But when you work, you know, we're already on hour 13 at that point. <laughs> it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're no, there's no complaining about that food. No. But. Like, right after I finished eating it, it started to rain, and then the traffic started to build, and it was, you know, three more brutal hours of driving. Yeah, yeah. We went through Brooklyn, passed, uh, we did pass the the future home of Dumbo Spumoni Gardens. Yeah. um, Which we found out today. We were just talking to Keith about it, yeah. Is literally in my old apartment. Yeah. Um, we, I lived in this loft apartment, like a really like rugged kind of, uh, loft that only like musicians would pay to live in because it had no anything like no kitchen, <laughs> no, no heat, no, no, it didn't have a sink. It had a shower, like a plastic shower would out in the middle of the, you know, it was just propped up on two by fours against the wall, no bathroom around the shower. <laughs> And then had a toilet in a room. <laughs> so we we lived there. It was 46 Old Fulton. So as I'm reading, it's like the address for the new Spumoni Gardens is 46 Old Fulton. So they converted our old dumpy place into a Spumoni Gardens. Yeah, and it looks like they, they it's not like they knocked it down because that was the wall that yeah. they had the thing written on, right? Yeah, because oh, it's um, the auto place that it was next to. That's the wall. Uh, okay. Um, it's still there because Keith looked on uh, Google Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I could think of is maybe they took over the check cashing place that was on the other side of ours. Um, we always used to s- sit up at night thinking, I wonder if I can like get into the check cashing place at yeah, night, gotta like go through the ceiling, and you know, yeah, the check cashing place got to have a lot of cash. Yeah, that was that was what I used to spend my time thinking about. Probably some dude in there with a shotgun yeah. or a couple of Rottweilers. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting news. And new uh, Pomoni Gardens because it's in a place where we could actually stop. Yeah. You get off at Cabin Plaza West 
and you're right there mm-hmm. and you you know i don't know if there's probably no parking at all but uh, you jump out double I'll park drive around the block yeah that'll take you only an hour yeah <laughs> that's probably how long it'll take you to get a pizza yeah, yeah but we'll get spumoni because yeah. you know you had the pizza you got to have the spumoni that's true i did have the pizza it was good yeah um yeah so you we'll pull over let me out do a u-turn just double park in front i'll get i'll get a quarter spumoni hey pizza if we're going gotta yeah, get pizza we might too. as well right oh yeah and uh you know just enjoy yeah um yeah that was i, I you know i'd forgotten all about it, it and it was just Friday. You know, it was like I four know. days ago. I was I was so tired on Saturday. Yeah. Like I didn't even really feel recovered until like the end of Sunday. Like I was just kinda like You're feeling recovered? <laughs> <laughs> the hits just keep coming. <laughs> Got water in the basement. Yes. <laughs> I had water in the basement, but it Thankfully, it stopped. You have water in the basement. Yeah, it's probably still coming in. We had we had uh, five and a quarter inches of rain over the weekend. Yeah. Well, you know who had water in their basement? It's a good thing we moved the altarpiece. Oh, St. Anthony's. They had water in their basement. Wow. So it's a good thing we moved it. Yeah, they would have had to pay us to make it again. <laughs> yeah, we can't be held liable for your uh, overseer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bad dead drainage over there. Yeah, hey. I mean, you know, big man upstairs. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's, it's been an eventful week, hasn't it? Yeah, we're only halfway through. I know, it goes so fast, though. Yeah. So Friday, hopefully, we'll be out of our extended install. I, uh, no, I'm going to say we will be out of our extended install. Yeah, because we're not going back. No. We're not going back. Um, yeah, so we'll wrap that up. We, uh, we're going to be building some barn doors for the Hamptons. Yeah, they're kind of like, I mean, they're barn doors. They're not like uh, the usual ones. These are exteriors. Yeah, uh, exterior. going to be, I think we might have talked about this, two layers of three-quarter uh, um, exterior grade MDF. We'll, we'll, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. So we're going to use the. I wanted to clarify. I said use the track saw to make the V groove, but we're going to use the track saw track with the yeah. router, right, to yeah. run the V groove. Um, you know, they're going to be it's two two by parting doors, fifty seven by. I think going to end up probably about ninety four and a half high. Um, they won't be too heavy. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like literally two and a half <laughs> sheets, sheets of MDF. Yeah. <laughs> Probably gonna weigh like two hundred fifty pounds each. Oh god, that exterior stuff is probably really dense, isn't it? It's super heavy. Yeah. Um, oh It's man. basically like MDF that's impregnated with this whatever resin. It's like really dark. Oh. Oh god. Yeah, fifty-seven, fifty-seven wide. So Holy five crap. by eight. Fortunately, they didn't have any five by material, so we're gonna have to. Yeah. We'll seam them on a V groove. Yeah, tack it on there. Um and on the back, you know, I said the back is gonna be flat. So we'll probably just do maybe just one V groove on the back or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um Ooh, doggy. Yeah. 
We got that for the Hamptons. The mantle we couldn't put in because they made the stone too big. Yeah. We had to bring it back and uh, fog out the inside. That went a lot smoother than I anticipated. Yeah. I was like, you know, something to do. And uh, Jeff goes, uh, you want to take a look at that mantle? I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that it was going to, you know, just sometimes... Th- you know, things go well. Yeah. That, things don't go well all the time, but sometimes they do. And I was like, all right, you know, this this will work. This will support the router. Jeff says, hey, you hit, use this bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, let me try it. And the bit was nice and sharp, yeah. you know, because I'm thinking, oh, man, this, Red oak and- uh, this is hogging out a lot of material. In one- it's going to be chipping out. <laughs> I went nice and slow, and uh, everything was cool. Oh, it looks good. It'll, it'll be easier to put in now. Yeah. Oh, it'll just, excuse me. I almost got a face cramp on that yawn. Yeah. Um, it'll just sit right on top of the stone. It was, the stone was supposed to sit inside of the mantle and then get, you know, caulked in. Um, and I gave them the dimensions, which, yeah. which left a little room. For caulk. Right. And it was still too big. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what happened. They templated with the mantle there because we had dropped the mantle off months, like yeah, whatever, months it had ago. dust on it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we backcharged the builder a little bit. Not as much as we probably should have. Or, Would, yeah. You know, you know. We're too We'll nice. see. We haven't got paid yet. So as, if anybody talks to this, these people, don't tell them that we already fixed the mantle. <laughs> Um, took took two and a half days to fix that mantle. Yeah. I drew up a uh, a little spice cabinet. Yeah. Let me see. I'll pull it up because you haven't seen it in full, yeah, full screen. It. Yeah, let's see it in all its glory. I just, when you look on your phone, you know, you don't really get the. So it's using these little spice caddies that mm-hmm. um, came with the plain English cabinets in an, in an appliance garage, which... Obviously, they're in the way, in the way there. Um, I guess it's it's like typically they use it as like a pantry cabinet or something. So mm-hmm. they were thinking of a way to try and um, repurpose. Right. Um, so my thought was this little cabinet, French cleats on the back, add a little cleat to the back of the spice things, make, makes them adjustable. So I drew like a, a walnut interior, exterior cabinet with a walnut face frame cherry french cleats and uh the um the spice things are painted this uh really nice green yeah so i drew it with the door the door is also repurposed off of the the laundry room cabinet where we rebuilt um changed the layout to fix the off center window <laughs> problem that was that was really yeah, yeah. so we built three new doors and a and a, a, a face frame style for that um, so it's using that door and the spice things. So the door, I pay, I made the door green too. I, I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. I love it. Um, client likes it. So we'll see, I could put a number on that. I think we have, you know, we, we don't have to build the door. All we really, all we gotta do is build a little cabinet and a face frame. Yeah. I think we have all the material laying around, um, you know, left over from the, uh, built-ins that we did. Yeah. Uh, the one thing is the back. I'm not sure we have a piece for the back. Hmm. 
Because it's like 18 by 35. Yeah, I'll have to look. Saw one piece of walnut, but the side cabinet sides are only five and three quarter. It's only like a seven inch deep cabinet. Um, almost like a little medicine cabinet. Yeah, it'll go like over these switches that she's kind of trying to visually obscure a little bit next to the to the range mm-hmm. to the to the right of the range. There's no cabinetry. It sits on yeah. a, a V groove wall. Yeah, the place is coming together. What's today's date? Do you know? Uh, May 3rd. 3rd. They're, they were talking about moving in on the 8th. Yeah. I hope everything goes well. No, the barn doors are not going to be ready by the 8th. That's no, for sure. We no. got the material coming on Monday. Well, that's the garage. That's that's not even. Yeah. Not, even, not the garage. It's like a pool house kind of. It is right. the garage. Uh, it's attached. Yeah. The garage is attached like the pool house. It's a garage slash cabana. Mm-hmm. Um. Is that like the pool stuff that's in there? Is that like the pool filter? Yeah, I think so. I was like, what the hell is that thing? Yeah. I was I was wondering why they put it in there. Yeah, it was like kind of like in the middle of the room. Yeah, yeah. I th- I would think they would put that in like sort of like a shed out like a like an adjunct like how we had our dust collector at, yeah. on Wilson. I think they said something about there being like a utility room in there. Um, I think it, uh, you know, that's going to be all walled uh, off yeah. and there'll be like a bathroom in there and I'm sure they'll have maybe some cabinets with, uh, whatever, maybe like a little fridge or something. Um, but yeah, I got the barn door track coming. It's a 19 foot track. So it'll come in three pieces, which is, uh, that's work out to be six foot four. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's Big. hefty too. That'll be the biggest. Biggest one we've done, right? Oh, yeah, easily, 19 foot. Yeah, I mean, we made some doors that were over three feet wide, I think. Like, uh, two doors. I forget. We did the cherry ones, and we did the... um, Oh, it's blue. Um, We did the cherry ones, and we did the... uh, Those Sapili ones. Mm Mm-hmm. The Sapili ones, I think, were wider. Podcasting. Yeah, the wife was asking me if I wanted an omelet for dinner. Oh, that sounds good. Does she know how to make an omelet, though? Yeah, she's she's pretty good. Yeah. Not like, I mean, and it's not, not like, like a French omelet. No, yeah. no, no. It's homemade omelet. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like those, though. Yeah. Like, better than a French omelet. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll, like, if I make it, you know, she always says, how come everything you make is better? <laughs> Jeez, I mean, probably made about 10,000 meals. Right. <laughs> they call it repetition. Right. Practice, practice. makes perfect. <laughs> I mean, 10,000 is probably, it's, that's not even an, enough. I mean, yeah, I, that's, that's six months worth of brunches. <laughs> It's like um, you try if you do the math on like how many plates you served. I mean, it's it's a, a m- immense number. Yeah, five hundred a night, six days a week. Yeah, for how many years? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's three thousand a week. Holy cow! Right, one hundred and fifty thousand a year. Yeah, that doesn't include holidays where you do no. you, know, you turn like seven hundred <laughs> covers. Yep. I know. I know. I mean, the numbers in the restaurant game like that are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Well, we're about to tick over the one-hour mark, so. All right. 
That was a pretty good uh, episode, you know. We yeah. usually go into I don't even know what we're going to say or do, but uh, this went well. Yeah, we had some stuff to talk about. Um, we still, you know, I know Tim from True Trade. We got to get him in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have any suggestions of people you'd like to hear on the podcast, um, we're not doing remote guests. Yeah, you got to come to the studio. Right. So if you're going to suggest somebody and they live in like, uh, you know, California, <laughs> that's not going to work. Yeah. Unless they're willing to travel. So talk. you talk to them first. Yeah. But if you know anybody that's local to us that you'd like to hear on the podcast um, or even just things that you want us to talk about, no mm-hmm. guarantees that we're going to talk about them because we get a lot of suggestions no. and I'm just like, meh. Mars vampires. Yeah. That we'll talk about. Yeah. But space force, secret space too, force. If it's too stiff of a topic, it I'm did. not gonna talk about it. Yeah, it doesn't can't make any can't spin an hour out of that. No, nah, those things need to come up spontaneously. Then it's fine. Yeah. But you can't we're gonna talk about the perils of being a small business owner. It sounds like a horrible episode. <laughs> we talk about that all day, every day. Right. We, I woke up at two o'clock this morning because of the perils of a small business. Yeah. You know, you ever wake up and it's like, you're tired, but then you start thinking about stuff. It's oh, like, yeah. like, oh crap. I mean, it's not, it's not even super important stuff. It's just little stuff. I had my nose in the checkbook at four fifteen <laughs> doing the taxes. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, go back to sleep, please. (laughs) All right, well, we'll leave it at that. We'll see you guys next week. Ciao. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in. 